All right. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today at RIG Podcast. This is Isaiah Diesel, joined with my partner in crime, as always, Earl Gray. How are you doing today, boss? Not bad, mate. Not bad. Same as. We actually have kind of a special guest who I think we need to start having more often because of the fact that you've actually dressed up today and you're never dressed up. So what's the what's up with all the the fancy clothes, man? Oh, I'm always performing. I perform all night, so I literally got home uh, a couple hours ago. <laughs> oh, really? Literally got a few hours of sleep, and uh, just uh, I still ain't have time to wipe it off, so I'm still in it. <laughs> wow. And uh, would you mind uh, introducing yourself real quick? I'm Santana Jackson, the moonwalking, elbow dropping, DDT giving pop king of wrestling. Moonwalk DDT, and but uh, I was asking uh, Earl. So what's what's the are you like starstruck now because you're dressed up and what's the occasion? Mate, it's it, the royal royalty is here now. Okay, Michael oh. Jackson for me. Um, as you know, um, I participated in a lot of um, a lot of competitions as a young <laughs> young man, and I was literally unbeatable uh, for many years um, and I impersonated Michael Jackson maybe not quite as well as Santana does right here um, but it was enough to get the win every time wow so so okay I, I actually got a little a funny story for both you guys before we get started back in the day I used to have hair this uh, the scalp used to support a no way really yeah no way and believe yeah me. so when bad was out I got my hair jerry curled I had the bad a jacket and I literally asked my mom to legally change my name to Michael and I'm telling you I had people at school calling me Michael and <laughs> she told me she said and she, I don't know if she thought I was serious or whatever but she says I'll tell you what I will change your name to Michael if you go by it for one year so I probably lost interest you know as kids do but uh that being that's, said, fat, that's uh, good parenting good parenting <laughs> We actually have a lot of questions to ask you, but we do want to start off with something kind of funny, which we call a friendly fire. So we're just going to ask you some random, maybe bizarre questions, maybe serious, maybe just probing. And so are you ready? Yeah, sure. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. So if you had to own any giant feline animal, uh, which one would it be? You said giant kind of feline, feline, like lion, tiger, cheetah, panda, uh, um, I guess puma. Be, uh, I think uh, panther. Panther. Black I'd panther. go jaguar, but okay, gray. I'd go tiger, man, every time. You got a question? Okay, next question. Uh, what's your favorite Michael Jackson song? Growing up, Billie Jean has always been my favorite Michael Jackson song. I've always used to dance to that in school for like show and tell. Um, I go in there with a fedora, a black jacket, and start doing Billie Jean and dancing. I mean, since I was six years old. So. <laughs> so wow. I got to say, I'm probably a little bit biased towards uh, Man in the Mirror because it, it, that song's made a really strong impact on me as far as my humanitarian work. And I talk about that... Uh, I talk about that sometimes, uh, great, about uh, starting first with Isaiah Perez. He's the one who needs the most work. But, okay, here we go. Uh, next one. If you got stuck on an island, 
which action star would you trust most to get you off of that island on a deserted island? The Rock. The Rock. <laughs> good call. Can't go wrong there. You're welcome. <laughs> you smell what he's cooking, you know. I am already <laughs> dropping an elbow in dedication to the rock. So I'm there you go. Gray? He got a good singing voice as well, that rock. I'll tell you. He got a good singing voice as well. Yeah, he, everyone has some surprise talent. You never know. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Uh, last one. Uh, favorite 80s or I'll even throw a 90s sitcom. And I couldn't even think of anything right now. <laughs> Sitcom. I was, I was, I was He's a music guy, man. Uh, I listen to music and watch cartoons as a kid. So uh, <laughs> the Jetsons. Uh, you like the Jetsons, maybe? Jetsons, right. absolutely. The Flintstones, the Jetsons. Um, the Jeffersons. Duck. I like the Jeffersons. Dunkin' Duck was one of my favorite shows. All right. Uh, man, All right. Now you got me thinking. <laughs> All right. So, so we want to get started here. We want to, first off, I want to get started with how I even heard about you. My brother, <laughs> oh God, this is so funny. But okay, uh, let, let, me, let me preface this by saying, growing up, Michael Jackson was the coolest thing. And I'm not, I'm not even going to say person. He was the coolest thing on planet Earth, okay? It is hard to even actually say like how much of an impact he had on me uh growing up uh when i when i was a kid we used to throw sand on uh in the playground and we tried to moonwalk on the sand i mean it was like the coolest thing you know some guys would do it like three steps and we were like oh like uh, in awe and wonder and then i went to disneyland i'm from uh, california and i went to disneyland and so they had uh captain captain nemo is that nemo yeah. emo what is it, Captain Nemo? Captain Captain EO. EO, okay. I totally butchered that. I know that. Captain Nemo. I know it's Finding Nemo. I know Finding Nemo. Okay, Nemo. okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm edit that part Nemo. out. I'm a, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm, put that out there now. That's I know. I'm gonna edit that way. But um, so so my brother posted a video of some of your highlights, and he wrote on there. He wrote at the bottom in, in Facebook. He says, "I knew it. I knew he was still alive." Because uh, you really pull it off, man. I mean, really, you really look like it. You got the, you got the dance moves, and uh, you've incorporated it into wrestling. So, we want to just before we get into these questions, we want to just you can give us like a five minute uh, quick biography about yourself, like where you're from, where you grew up, uh, family, et cetera, et cetera. And then we'll get into these questions we got for you. Okay, um, I'm originally Puerto Rican from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I lived in uh, New York for a while, went to Florida, lived in Florida for a bit, doing a lot of charity events, hospitals, um, performing on the beach, Clearwater Beach. Uh, had a friend saw my talent, said they would help me get to Vegas. I wow. came out to Vegas for a year. I was homeless, just worked on a strip, offered tips and donations, because I just wanted to try it. Um, doing, again, charity events, hospitals. I got entertainer of the year, volunteer of the year, um, former of the year. Uh, from Win-Win Entertainment, which is a nonprofit organization. So I did a lot of stuff with them. And from there on, just kind of kept going and get more recognition. Worked, got uh, hired by MJ Live at the Stratosphere. So I'm the one of the Michael Jacksons for the show there. I'm a headliner now. And then wow. when I got MJ Live, I was able to afford to uh, wrestle. So then I started paying for wrestling classes. And next thing you know, they knew I was Michael Jackson. They're like, hey, you want to wrestle as Michael Jackson one day? I'm like, ah. I didn't want to make Michael look bad, but 
I'm like, sure, let's do it. I'll, I'll make somebody beat it. So, you know, I jump beat in. Beat it, oh my God. Well, yeah. I, I got to say, I saw a picture of you, like, it's either at the gym or may, maybe you're at a store and you were just like in regular clothes. Like, I'm like, wow, you're actually in really good shape. I, I try, I, I work out. Um, I used to be big when I was growing up. So I used to be picked mm -hmm. on all the time. And, wow. And, uh, I lost a lot of the weight riding bike exercising mm. uh, really just a lot of bike riding because i anyway if i wanted to get somewhere i got there on bike sometimes it'd be like hour two hour wow. ride. there i am on bike <laughs> so let me ask you real quick are your parents actually from puerto rico they both are but we, we lived in new york i was born in brooklyn new york and uh you know actually my aunt two of my aunts are actually puerto rican so um, that's a little special thing. We have a little little connection we have there. But okay, and uh, so so how long has it been now since you've been? By the way, that's that's amazing. That's amazing your grit that you'd have to endure that. But but uh, how long have you been there now? Totally. Uh, I'm going on about ten years. Two. About ten. Ten. Wow. About ten years in Vegas. Uh, five years with the MJ Live Show. And, and how many years wrestling? Um, same, same amount, the same time I got hired by MJ Live, the same time I was able to take the wrestling classes, so. It's about five years? Five years, yeah. Okay. I mean, you said that you, um, discovered your talents pretty young. You said six, right? Yeah. Can you remember the, the time that you so first heard Michael Jackson sing and the first time you were inspired by it? Yeah, you know, I was younger, so I really couldn't understand some of the words and stuff what he was saying. But what caught me was his music and how it made me feel. So, you know, some of the music will play, just like Billy Jean. It's funny, you keep, mention, you keep mentioning Billy Jean. And for me, um, it wasn't just the song, Billy Jean. It was, it, was the, it was the video, man, when he was walking <laughs> through the street and, and the floor lighting up. And it was just in its time, I guess. I mean, I was a bit younger when I saw yeah. it. It must have been unbelievable. It was like magic, you know, Michael loved yeah. magic. So Michael liked to have an illusion behind everything he was doing. So just like yeah, I, if you want to. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go right ahead. No, I'm sorry. Please finish. You're the guest here. No, we no, want to hear what you I was just saying, just like this is it. He would have he he had a lot of, if he could have continued it, he would have yeah. had a lot of magical stuff in that whole show. So. I, I definitely got to say this. Um, anybody, if you know anything about people who are creative, they're it's like a trade-off that that they have between this extremely creative side but then also maybe a, a darker part of their soul that they're able to express uh, through, either through music or art or like take someone like picasso you know um maybe considered uh you know picasso or uh van gogh considered some of the greatest uh you know painters of all time but they had some pretty deep-seated stuff People would call him really weird, and I think Michael Jackson. And I, I, I would be willing to bet money on this. Like, I do not think the world will ever see someone as as talented, and maybe as weird, and as weird too. Honestly, if I'm being honest, it's like it's like this extreme polarity between the most outrageous talent out there. Just so much creativity, just totally revolutionized music and 
as I said, he's pr probably got to be the number one act, but uh, but obviously there were some demons in there that he he never was able to uh, to deal with, and ultimately wound up taking his life. So it's it's an all it's it's a sad story, you know, it's an extremely sad story. But uh, I do want to get into a couple of these questions that we have for you, and uh, you ready? Go for it. Let's get in these. All right. So why Michael Jackson? Why? Why? That's the first question. Why? I love his attitude. I love how he uh, lived life happy and made other people happy and was trying to make everything better. I kind of live my life the same way. I do charities, hospitals. I'm always trying to make someone feel better, help anybody out, go out my way. Ooh. You put chills in me. I do a lot of the same things. You know? I like to spread the same word that he kind of did. You know, Treat each other how you want to be treated, kind of one another. There's really no reason to hate on nobody when you walk right down the street. You know, look at somebody get mad at you. You can say hi, you know. Mm -hmm. like, somebody, you don't have to like. Some people just have attitudes. Some people just, you know, I try to bring it out of them. So I'm walking down the street. I see them. I go, hee hee. And like, oh, <laughs> they start laughing. They're having a good time. Guess what I did? Oh, wow. I changed the way you thought when you was walking by. <laughs> well, I like to do the same thing. He basically right. do the same thing. Spread the same message Michael was doing, you know. Great. Great. Um, I see um, that you were drinking some Coca-Cola just there. Am I right? Is that, is that Coca-Cola? Can we see, can we see the Coca-Cola? I can't show because they don't pay me. Okay. <laughs> I, got a, I got a question. I got a question about the Coca-Cola. Are you afraid um, to drink Pepsi? I mean, is, are you afraid <laughs> that you're going to get hair burned? Or, oh, God, that's so bad. Dreadful choice? No, I, I'm not worried about nothing bad. They're not going to burn my hair. No, bro, right back. <laughs> I got, hey, I got, think I, I got flame proof hair, you know, being, being Latino, I'm already hot. <laughs> I do think that when he did the, the, the spin after his hair um, ignited, I think the spin kind of made it worse, didn't it? It kind of took off as soon as he did the spin in the advert. That was too much Jerry um, Curl. They had too much Jerry Curl mm -hmm. juice in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. So, um, I've got I've got a question. I've got a question. How do your opponents feel about being taken out by a skinny <laughs> dude with a high pitched voice? <laughs> hey, I'm not that skinny. I've gotten a little bigger now. All right. <laughs> uh, I've been working out. I go to the gym to put in my work. Um, hey, you can't put too much on though. You won't look like Michael Jackson. Hey, be careful. No, I'll still be looking like Michael Jackson. I'll just be Michael Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> Like it, like it. All right, uh, here we go. So, by the way, this is... I got Ray Mysterio, you know, giving me an interview over here. Not just messing with you. <laughs> That's good, good, good. So, um, do, do you ever do just, like, the random, like, sometimes you'll see, like, Elvis out on the strip. I, by the way, I went I went to Vegas for my honeymoon. Uh, my wife's Korean. I live in South Korea. And we flew into America. We actually went on a cruise to, to Mexico, and then afterwards we we, we went to Vegas. But anyway, um, so we had some pictures with Albus and Madonna. But do you ever do that? Do you ever just go out and, and take pictures of people? That's why I started. I started in the street. Like I said, I came out. Right. I, was, I was performing in the strip for years. Um, I still do it. I still go out there. I, you know, if I'm not doing anything else, if I'm not working a show. And what's like? What would you say the average tip is that someone gives you? Like a couple bucks, two, three bucks. Um, it depending on what they want to, you know, me, I don't, 
I don't typically stand there and take pictures. I come out there with a speaker. I'm doing a show. I put on a show. Oh, I you put on. Oh, okay, okay. I, I want to bring out jackets and dancing. And so I draw a nice big crowd. And oh, pretty I well. see. I see. But uh, let's it's, just, it's, just, I don't, just I don't, I don't act like they just kind of give me whatever they feel, you know. And and what what's the biggest tip you ever got for um for someone taking a picture with him? I mean, the other night I got a hundred dollar bill from somebody. Wow. Couple twenties. I mean, one night I made four hundred and eighty bucks in uh two hours. So. Oh my God! Wow, it pays the BMJ. All right. So here's another one. Uh, why would you transition? Oh, by the way, I would say why are you transition to wrestling, but I do got to say this. This is so embarrassing. But um, I'm still a wrestling fan. I still love it, man. I told okay. myself when I was like, when I turned 18 years old, I'm like, okay, I should probably stop watching wrestling now. I'm 18 years old. Then I was like, got to 20. I'm like, all right, I'll give myself another decade. I get to 30. Now I'm turning 40 and I'm like, I'm not even going to kid myself anymore. I'm going to keep watching wrestling to the day I die. I love it. Right, you're I, a fan. You're a fan. I you're love a fan. it. That's Actually, that's I love to really love the old school stuff. With uh, like Tatanka and uh, Big Boss Man, those uh, Undertaker, Ultimate Warrior. But just real mm -hmm. quick, um, one, your top three wrestlers of all time, and then we'll answer the question: What? How did you? How? How or why did you get into wrestling? So my top three. Mm -hmm. um, I loved. I loved Eddie Guerrero. I loved oh Eddie right. Guerrero. I love his charisma in the, in the ring. I love the way he, he sold things. Um, the Rock. The Rock, can't go wrong. Um, I got the eyebrow, you know. I'm, I'm like, I'm the Rock fan. I'm like, I even do an elbow dedicated to him. Um, and like my last, I think would be like the Undertaker because everyone has a mm. dark side. So I always like that, you know, that fear Undertaker brought into people and his entrance was amazing. I cannot even tell you the fear that that dude struck into me as a kid. I mean that. I was so convinced that that urn had like magical powers to it. So you were activated. You were stuck. You yeah, yeah. It, it really made my, I mean, growing up, so I'm Mexican myself. So growing up, we were very poor and um, wrestling. I, th I think it's one of the reasons why I have such a strong attachment to it because it was one of those things that like we could just watch it and just get totally immersed in it and I just remember when the guys could climb up on the top rope, I would just be sitting there like in anticipation, like, and then they come Blame down. Me. I mean, oh God, it's very exciting. But anyway, so what, uh, why the transition? Um, I wanted to wrestle all my life since I was a kid. And I wanted to, and I was always already dancing to Michael's music. Um, just Michael came first. I started dancing to Michael and then, uh, you know, eventually uh, I still watch wrestling religiously. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when I, as soon as I got the opportunity to, to wrestle, I never ever thought I, I never thought I could look like Michael. Shoot, I never thought I could do this. I never thought I'd be able to train and be a wrestler. I was like, really? I'm like, you know, these opportunities that are given to people that actually have money. I mm -hmm. wasn't people that had money growing up. So um, it, was, it was definitely, it was um, I kind of, I kind of, I don't know what to say. It was just kind of different, you know. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity that I got to be wrestling now and doing all the stuff going with it. Uh, I wouldn't change any any other way. I think I would go down the same route and do the same thing. Just uh, wonder where I'm at. Great. 
Yeah, just uh, I said earlier about the poster behind it. It's bringing back so many memories mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I used to get my daily routine. I'd come home and I had some um, VHS tapes of Michael Jackson. Um, oh, when I had when I had access to the to the front room, they'd be in the in the video player, and I'd be watching those. And I got one, I got that poster, that bad poster behind you. I got for my birthday birthday, and it was nearly as big as my bed. This thing, and it, I literally put it at the end of my bed above <laughs> my keyboard. And I worshipped it. If anyone went near the poster and maybe oh sort of brushed it, get so careful. Oh, this is God. my centerpiece. Don't be very careful with this. Because I do think that he was... I mean, do you have a costume um, that he wore in that bad? I mean, that's the coolest Michael Jackson oh, I'm wearing photograph. Bag, oh. right now as we speak. Mm. Hey, 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 hey. The amount of times I sketched that and tried to draw that, it was, all the lines were so difficult, you know. Anyway, back to the question. Sorry, I'm, I'm uh, digressing here. Yeah, um, hey, by the way, yeah, Santana, this guy never dresses up and he's never this enthusiastic. So, like, you're, <laughs> yeah, you've done it for him. Diesel's not wrong. Diesel's not wrong. Um, so, um, getting prepared. Um, you're looking great today, by the way. Obviously, how long does this take? Ooh, that's a million dollar um, question. It used, to take, it, used, it used to take anywhere from two hours. Um, oh. when we're talking about makeup, hair, costume, that's about two hours. Um, but if I'm trying to do it fast, I have a show to do right away. I try to get it done within 30 minutes, 20 minutes. Wow, like that's true. Looking good, mate. <laughs> how many hats? How many hats do you have? Uh, I've had I've had 50. Wow, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm down to two. Sometimes I, tend to, I tend to give away and give away some stuff to kids or something like that. Kids join me. It's like, oh, I love your hat, and I'm like, <laughs> there. Oh well. <laughs> See you later. And then I got a glove, and depending on what glove I'm wearing, I'll give out that glove. You know, I've been through a lot of gloves too. I used to throw them in the audience, give them to people. And... Great man, great. You know yeah. what, Diesel? Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't I didn't realize I didn't realize we would go down this route, but I, I really do want to go down this one because this this one's not in the questions that I sent you. But can you tell me a little bit about the volunteer um, work? And I I am under the impression that um, that you know the people who are in the hospitals like one of the the best things that can be done for them like. It's just try to try to get cheered up, you know, uh, whether it's just an animal, if it's a flower or, or some kind of plant or something like that, something we can get them laughing. Um, I believe um, Robin Williams was in a movie about that. You know what movie I'm talking about? I'll have to look it up right now. But he's like a doctor or something, and he just he tries to use comedy. And uh, yeah. I can tell me a little about that and about how the kids respond to your um to, to, to your character see with me i go i go to the hospitals and um some of the kids a lot can see me dance and they love it they light up when they see michael because at first they kind of like what's this but then when i start dancing and entertaining they're like oh man this guy's amazing and one of the kids can't actually see me dance so i learned a new trick um when i go in there i, I do magic i go as michael and i start doing magic wow I literally picked up a whole bunch of magic, magic stuff, learned uh, different magic tricks. I'm like, I'll show you a book I have right now. Whatever. All right. And you can show us a magic trick. 
When I go to the hospitals, I see the kids there. And uh, like I said, they can't always get out of bed to see my feet. And they can't see me move. So I bring a book. But here's like this coloring book that I bring for them. I show them. Oh, wow. And, uh, there's a cool little coloring book. So how the book works is um, they believe in magic, right? Uh-huh. Everything in this book will get colored. Uh-huh. If they believe it. I won't do nothing but reopen the book. But with them believing magic, when I reopen it, it should have color. Wow. But if they, That's did, great. If they, it, if they don't, if they don't believe in magic, and yet they just feel you know mm-hmm. everything's blank, well then everything is blank. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh wow, wow. <laughs> so yeah, so I, did, like, I just stuff like that with magic coin tricks. Um. Uh, a little, little fire stuff, uh, make things vanish, reappear. That's awesome. And I'll take a pan and toss it and, you know, silly stuff. And, uh, well, real quick, uh, do you have a partner? As in... Significant other? Batman and Robin? <laughs> <laughs> you have a significant other? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. You don't have to go into details. And uh, early days, was, is it? <laughs> oh, early days. Well, who was it? Um, Presley. Presley. Um, what was her name? The Presley. Hey, yeah. Uh, what was yeah, her name? Uh, Marie, I, Presley, I was, Presley. Okay, Marie Presley. And by the way, you know, you know, um, uh, Earl is from the UK, so I believe he also you also met uh, Princess Diana, right? Who? Princess Diana. <laughs> That's really? Right, right? Did you? Yeah, and then oh, yeah, and I saw my me like I met. It. I was like, I yeah. uh, <laughs> I know the character. Yes, we're, we're, we're... I, I got you. I can know. I yeah. got you. I like, but I thought, you said, he, I thought you said he met her. I was like, he met her. I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay. But um. <laughs> but but Gray though. But then Michael Michael turned around and he dissed her because he wrote a song called "Dirty Diana." You know, that wasn't even a diss. That was a joke. That's a total joke. That's a total joke. That's my attempt at humor. Okay. You know she loved that, right? Yeah. Santana, what was was the message behind it? She was asking Michael to play that song for her at the concert. He took it out. Yeah, it's a total joke. Out of of respect for her because he he thought it was like rude, but she wanted her to shoot. She asked him, are you going to do Dirty Diana tonight? And he's like, I didn't. I took it out because of you. <laughs> Bless him. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, so say Santana. Um, you go by Santana Jackson, uh, or I, and I think your 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 YouTube is uh, Moonwalk DDT. Uh, Santana Jackson's everything. Um, okay. My YouTube. Uh, YouTube. My, my 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 uh, Twitter is the SJ Moonwalk DDT. Okay, I gotta say. You've come up with some ingenious ways to incorporate his dance moves into your attacks, your offensive. Uh, for example, you do the famous one where he does like the, you got to see it, man. We'll put up a few clips on here, but when you're like, you get up on the rope, because actually I, I remember that Undertaker always used to do that to people, right? He'd get him by the arm and come up on the ropes. And so you're like, oh, I take both of these and combine them, right? That's pretty ingenious. Yeah. And then another one, is where I you do the it, that's called the beat it rope walk. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, that's from beat it, right? Okay, all right, right, right. Right, right, beat it. And and then also 
another pretty ingenious one is the spin, the spin, um, the spin oh, attack. Right. I, okay, I will drop with the spin. And then maybe my personal favorite one is whenever you get your opponent down. And then, I don't know, what is it called whenever you do like a forward moonwalk? Like, what's that I'm called? I'm dancing. I'm just dancing. I'm just, You're just dancing. I'm, dancing I'm pulling myself forward as I go across his body. That's basically my my homage to the rock. You know how oh, you okay. get about, like, hey, get your head in. And normally he'll just hit the rope with me. I dance to the middle of their body and then I'll hit the rope, hit both <laughs> sides. Spin. Sometimes I'll do a quick thriller move, you know, throw the, throw the, because this is thriller, jump up, yeah. elbow, bam. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is, it, it, is that actually Sin Cara, the actual Sin Cara, or is that like a, a phony? That's actually Sin Cara. That's Sin Cara. That guy's, dude, the Lucha Dragons and Los Matadores, those guys were bad, man. They had some, oh my God. Earl, if, you're, if you don't know who I'm talking about, man, Los Matadores, and they have like a, it's a totally different style of wrestling. Yeah. It's called like Lucha which is, yeah. it's more high-flying, more action. Um, actually got to see some of that in Japan. Oh, by, by the way, this is, you know, I live in South Korea. You're going to get so jealous when I tell you about this. But there is a restaurant uh, in, in Japan because apparently every person who is anybody in the wrestling field has gone to Japan to do wrestling, okay? Are, are, you, are you familiar with it? Oh, yeah. I had no idea, but... Uh, I went there with, do you know Don Fry, uh, MMA fighter? No, I'm sorry. Okay, so he did wrestling in Japan. But but I, I hooked up with him in Japan, and he took me to the steakhouse. And um, there's literally pictures with any person you can think of, Stone Cold, Rock, I mean, Undertaker, everybody who's anybody in the last, like, 30 or 40 years, they actually have to take these pictures down off the wall because there's so many of them, so... Okay, this is interesting. Uh, why do you think there are so many fans who love wrestling who, and I don't like to use the word fake. I do not like to use the word fake because to me, that's, it's a lot realer. It's a lot, it's more real than the stuff you see on like TV or whatever, you know? The stuff you see on TV, they're, they're using stunt doubles and, and effects and all kinds of stuff, you know? Why I'm so impressed by wrestling is because you got to go out there and you got to put your body out and you have to time and you have to coordinate. So for me, it's like it takes so much more skill to be able to pull that off than just to go and like as an MMA fighter and punch someone in the face. You know, to me, that is like a true level of skill. But but why do you think so many people, I said, even adults to my age, like are drawn to that? What's your thoughts on that? I mean, wrestling has evolved a lot since back in the day. So it involves with the time. like. That's it's it learns they learn more how to involve the fans more how to get you more and captivated get you stuck. Mm -hmm. What I mean now now we got new competitions out there AEW with the WWE Impact we got ROH you got so many great companies to watch now wrestling has definitely evolved a lot more. Um, I think what it is is just like it's like watching stuntmen just mm -hmm. doing all, just doing these amazing things. It's like watching an action movie the whole time, non-stop mm -hmm. type of action. Um, that's what caught me with, with, with all the action, all the, all the meat against meat, monster against monster, beast, you know, this, these big guys, small guys, doing big things. Great Mysterio for one of them. I mean, I, I, it's hard to explain that. I mean, it's just, 
it's entertainment really really yeah to me. well you know what um and this is it the movie michael jackson referred to his music as um escapism which is like you're just, just trying to escape out of the moment some people go to drugs some people go to netflix um for me, it's like, it, it's funny. It's like, I get to pretend for the time that I'm watching it that, uh, you know, these things are, are totally real. These storylines where people are hooking up with each other or they're kidnapping people. I mean, it, it's, I have the time of my life when I'm watching wrestling. So uh, yeah, thank you so much for your uh, contributions to that. Um, Greg? So, for you, this is oh. it deal. I know you just said this is it. Yeah. So I had met a guy on the uh -huh. MJ Live uh -huh. and, um, he had went to uh, to an auction where he mm -hmm. purchased Michael Jackson's shirt from This Is It. This no is way. Like the third shirt, number the the, sh the three shirt three. So it was from night three. So Michael has a couple of replicas of the shirt, and uh, this guy's had it for a couple of years when he purchased it. After Michael passed away from the This Is It, one of the security guards took it and sold it on a private auction. No so way. This guy got it and he gave it to me after meeting me and learning about my backstory and I started in the strip, worked my way up in charities, hospitals, and eventually getting to where I'm at today. And I'm still trying to eventually get up there more, keep pushing. Mm -hmm. But I want to show you guys a shirt. That All right, please. That's Mike, that's Michael's. Wow, you're no joking. Way. No way. You are joking. This, the, 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 wow. This is the, this is the, the third last shirt Michael wore. Wow. Can you bring it over a little bit? I, I, can't, I can't. Ah. No worries. I'm going to pull it out the bag. Oh, here. look at this. It's, it's protected right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, this podcast is actually primarily focused on like uh, religious and uh, some like political, some social stuff. And so one thing we, we, we talk a little bit about is like spirituality. And we're wondering if you could tell us if you have any particular spiritual beliefs or if you've had some experiences in your life. Um, you don't have to go into too much detail, but um, however much you'd like to talk about. Um, I think the only thing I ever had that was spiritual to me that I believe was uh, the dream of my son. Um, I had a dream of my son before he was born. Wow. Uh, I had a, picture, had a picture of what he looked like in my head and his full name. Uh, the name that came to me in the dream was uh, Nathaniel. That's the name that kept repeating to myself until I actually had my son when he was born. Mm -hmm. And I saw his face. I, I mean, I knew I knew I was having him before his mom knew she was pregnant. And I told her that she was that she was gonna have a boy. And I told her exactly what was happening in my head that I already saw it as a vision or something told me I, I'm being gifted with something. That's and amazing. Nathaniel was the name I, I heard of, and I finally looked up what Nathaniel means. And I guess it means a uh, gift of God. Whoa, gosh. So you speak chilled, I mean. I mean, uh, I, think, I think that's the only spiritual thing I really uh, told me. And I've always wanted to be a dad. Do, and, good, good, do good by them, you know? So. Yeah. And, and and how old's your son? My son's 14. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. So he's old. And uh, was, your, was, your, was your pops around growing up? Uh, my dad was a little bit, they were separated, my mom, so um, I'll see my dad here and there, type of, mm -hmm. type of stuff. My dad spoke a lot of Spanish, 
So I didn't really understand Spanish that well. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't speak it that well being because I was born in Brooklyn and mm-hmm. I learned English. So I, I, I had to learn to understand what he's saying yeah. to me. They talk to me in Spanish all the time and I didn't know what he wanted mm-hmm. or what he's saying. Wow. Our communication was really hard. Now, wow. He's really good English. So now we, we talk all the time. We, it's better for me to communicate with him. Sometimes he tries to throw a little Spanish words in there. Um, but I learned a lot more, so I know what he's saying to me now. <laughs> you know what? My my dad actually, his mom was living in Mexico, and she crossed the border to have him. She's thinking ahead. So he'd be an American citizen, and then she came back down to, to Mexico, and he got... To America when he was like five or six years old so obviously spoke like no English so yeah. he had to learn and and like literally for him growing up this is California 70 years ago so it's not like today in California where it's like having Spanish is actually like a plus like he could get a kid in school for speaking in Spanish and so my parents just they never taught us because they thought it would be like they thought it would hurt us that's like the definition of irony but uh Excuse me. So, did, did your are your parents? Because I uh, I believe that people from Puerto Rico are more Catholic. Oh uh, yeah, is, absolutely. Is that your? Do do you have any thoughts on that about a God or spirit, whatever's out there, maybe in the universe? Do you have any thoughts? Um, I believe there's a God. I mean, mm-hmm. someone made us, right? Someone put us here. Uh, someone shows us right from wrong all the time, and. I feel like uh, I got someone who's guided me and helping me every mm. time. I feel like I one there who uh, I turn to. I yeah. feel like I speak God and Jesus a lot. Uh, and it's not because I need something. It's just because I talk. Wow. <laughs> you know? wow. But, hey, could you help me get this? Could you help me? Yeah. I'm actually saying, hey, I hope you guys are proud of me. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this. You know, give me the strength to continue to do your do your will and do the right to help heal this world. You need to explain that to, to, to this guy over here because he's an atheist and I'm a Christian, but we, we, we like to talk about things, kind of take the stigma off. You know, I'm a Christian, he's an atheist, and we, we talk to people. And uh, if we use comedy, if we talk about some other stuff like movies or music or food or whatever, it can kind of just take the stigma off of so, sometimes whenever you have conversations, they get a little bit heated or whatever. but uh, anyway, thank you very much for that. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, just one last thing. I'm going to give it over to Gray because he's probably dying over there to talk to you. But I can see it and he's getting a little antsy back there. But <laughs> um, He's chicken. He's chicken. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you can see him. Um, but w- w- we actually just interviewed, and I, I would like to send you the, the podcast to that, um, these Scottish rappers who pretended to be someone else. They pretended to be from their California and they went down to the UK and they were able to con the whole music business. And um, they, um, yeah, they got to hang out with like Madonna and Eminem and all that stuff, but they got signed to Sony. But one of the things that the guy told us, which is amazing that he actually dreamt about meeting his partner, uh, his rapping partner. And it's like, I think he said like his first show, like he dreamt about it and he saw like exactly the way that it was so that that's amazing that is absolutely amazing all right great i'm probably just gonna let you take this over so go ahead well i think this takes us nicely into um your your diet um your training routine and 
you know, I think the main question from this uh, will be, you know, for your for your profession do you have to be quite strict with it is it quite relaxed and you know your day-to-day sort of fitness routine um i kind of eat i I don't eat a lot so i eat maybe twice a day um sometimes once um i work uh, i try to eat more recently because i'm trying to build up a little more just to build more extra muscle because with all the wrestling i gotta take the bumps i gotta be more physical with stuff like that so like i have been getting a little bit bigger um not enough to Everyone will go, damn, did Michael get swole? Like, <laughs> nothing. I'm getting more cut up and getting a little bit of a chest. My arms are starting to Yeah, seriously. This is stuff I can hide because I'm always in a Michael jacket. So this is not something you'd be able to tell. Like, oh, is that Michael Jackson swole over there? Look at mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. Like Arnold Jacksonator, you know? Um, <laughs> I just made that one up. I might remember that. Arnold right. Jacksonator. Oh, yeah. You can use yeah, that. That's good, man. In the heat. Um, <laughs> I'll make that a move with a Jacksonator. <laughs> Jacksonator, I like that. I like that. That's good. But yeah, no, I, 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 do, I, I do a lot of stuff. So I'm dancing a lot. I dance almost every day. I'm constantly rehearsing, uh, practicing, trying to get better, trying to uh, just improve in my, in my craft. And when I, I go to Fremont still, I go out there to the strip to perform. So I use that as my practicing ground. So there I can uh, learn what the crowd likes and know how to build this crowd up bigger, how to get the crowd to react better, what, react, what, what sets them off. What's their favorite move to see besides the moonwalk? Uh, moonwalk and the spins. Um, so like I said, I get out, I, a lot of practices out there. So I sweat my butt off out there. I'm constantly, I bring like five t-shirts that I, I'll sweat through each t-shirt after so many songs. And then I'll switch on, keep on going and going. And literally that's my basic my routine there is working, dancing on that. Then I go to the gym. I train with a couple of guys in the wrestling class. And um, so I'm taking bumps and slamming on the floor. I slam people. I'm trying to create more, uh, more, uh, I say, uh, iconic dance wrestling moves, I want to call them. So, you know, the Papa King, the, you know, elbow, the elbow drop into something else. And I got some more stuff. I do a hair karate now, um, monkey flips. Like, I'm doing springboards. I'm springing off the, off the rope for like a big old Jackson chop to the chest, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, See, it sounds to me, it sounds to me, Santana, that you, you don't really have to put a lot of effort into um, keeping yourself fit. I mean, you're dancing, which is, I mean, all of all of us have done it. Great fun. Um, you 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 you're you're practicing your wrestling moves with your pals, and you know, it's all, it all it sounds easy for you to keep in shape and and keep yourself fit. You know. Oh man, like I could say I used to be a big big kid growing up. Those uh, being doing all this stuff, I'm, I've always been active. So that's kind of how I lost the weight growing up. So I was like, I've always been doing something, whether it's bike riding, trailing, skateboarding, rollerblading, basketball, football, soccer, hockey, track. I'm a New York City's champion in track. I got first place trophy for that. Um, I'm an artist. I draw so I can draw like any all types of cartoons, anime. So I got an award for that from school. Good uh, God. Is there anything you don't do, man? You're making me feel like a total unachieving <laughs> reason I do all that is because I feel like well, with us having this one life to live I want to live it to the fullest I don't want to have no regrets I don't want to be like I wish I tried this I wish I tried that I did try this I did try that I did everything I could possibly do and I don't I, you know I I, I kind of lived my life the way I, I wanted to you know happy and enjoyed and tried a lot of different things out mm-hmm. like I've done boxing I've done UFC I've trained for that I've done karate um 
you know, I literally, I've trained, I did a lot of, bit of everything growing up, football, love football. I was, I was one of the guys who was always hitting everybody. So like, like I said, I mean, you can do anything you want to do. You just got to put your mind, your heart and your, everything you got into it. Right. See, there's a lot of, um, just, just changing the subject slightly. There's a lot of, um, Michael Jackson's music that kind of went under the radar. So a lot of his early stuff, like, um, you know, music and me and, Ben, you know, songs like I that. that really, I love music and me. And, and for me, those songs like that, the early songs, especially music and me, um, I remember as a kid actually writing the words. I needed to know each word of that song uh, until I memorized the whole song. Um, are there any of his earlier songs that, you know, that really get you in, in your soul? Uh, maybe go under the radar a bit. I mean, there's, there's some that really I, I love to listen to just listen to and then there's some I, I love to like music just makes me want to dance dancing machine is one of my favorite dancing like one of the soft songs i like i love the music i love the rhythm to it i love how you know michael's vocals in it and how he's getting down bringing a robotic deals on um, but uh like there's like lady of my life i love that i like that song uh lady of my life another slow one that um smile you know i, I love that one. Oh, what a song what a song Michael really sung that one, and you know you can feel everything he was singing. Um, I think I, I really smile was one one of the top for me. Man in the Mirror, of course, you know. Yeah. I love I love the meaning behind that. Human nature. Human nature, good one. Good one. So, Beautiful I mean, song. He just he, he's done a lot. Gone too soon. I mean, I can keep going. There's just so many. Oh, uh, do you remember the time? That might be my personal favorite. Yeah, Actually, I, I, I do that. I think that one. Yeah, with that one in black and white, I swear they did the most brilliant like advertising campaign for that. I, I'm not even sure if you're old enough to remember this, but like literally for weeks and weeks beforehand, they were they were showing you like little little couple second clips, couple pictures. And then like black and white, I can tell you this, it was like such a big deal. My whole family, when they said it's coming out this time. Like my whole family was sat down there and we were just like, especially the end part when they're morphing, we're like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, this is unbelievable. I've never seen anything like this. And then do you remember the time it was like, wow, this guy is like, it's like he, he shattered. Eddie Murphy's in that, right? Eddie Murphy's Eddie in, Murphy in the, uh, and Magic Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he would like set this, this, this this standard and then totally shatter it and they just take it to a completely different level and then again just stuff he was trying that... to outdo himself he was trying yeah to it's like yeah, this is why like, I did this and I got to do something bigger I did Billy Jean now let's do Thriller yeah, yeah. he <laughs> he did it with the outfit I mean that outfit he wore remember the time wow amazing oh, that was an amazing outfit that was uh, yeah the shield the, the eagle shield was amazing that was nice and, I'm and actually this is trying why... to work on that outfit I'm sorry. This, no, is why, this is why I honestly say, I mean, I, I could probably say this with as clear a space as I possibly can. I do not think someone will ever be as talented as that guy. And maybe it's weird too, but that guy just had mm -hmm. talent on a different level of, it's just, it just, it's like, okay, if normally. Go back to how he was raised. Go back well, to how he was raised. Yeah, but it's like, let, let's say, let's say we could start to compare like LeBron, James, and we could have this debate talk about Kobe and then and then Jordan and maybe they're like around the same 
the same level. But Dan just comes on like Michael Jackson, just so far out of the league of everyone else. It's like not even remotely fair to compare him to anyone else. But anyway, uh, I, w- I do want to get back to you because I could probably talk about him for the next hour. But I do have a Michael couple more like questions. In the industry. <laughs> what was that? I said Michael was like the president. In the oh, yeah. It's just, just a different, yeah. as I said, there's, it's just a totally different level. Like, uh, okay. So have you, um, have you gotten any injuries or negative pushback for your characters? You know, there's a little bit of controversy with him. Um, so you had any physical injuries or people having a negative reaction? I mean, I, I do when when I first started out here, I deal with a lot of people, negative thoughts, constantly uh-huh. talking back to me. Um, mm-hmm. They're snacking kids and no, oh, stay away from our kids and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Little stupid people come up talking smack. They're mm-hmm. I'll be performing. So mm-hmm. yada yada yada. Literally, it was some. Sometimes I, I couldn't throw my uh, uh, <laughs> my attitude. I kind of got a little snappy, mm-hmm. and I, I approach these people and I kind of tell them in a very nice smiley face. You know, beat it. <laughs> beat it. Like try to make a living. I'm like, dude, uh, you, do you, do you know anything about Michael? Like, honestly, don't go here running your mouth from little things you hear on TV unless you actually know what you know. Don't. Right. Don't don't try to mess with everyone else. What what I'm doing, you know. And you're just trying and to feed your family, so I I don't really get why. I got I got two kids. I'm trying to make sure they get what they need, and uh, right. They they're in Florida, so my money, you know, gets sent to them, so that they're they're fine and. I go back and forth to visit and harass my kids and do stuff hmm. with them. A lot of video chatting like we're doing now. Right. My youngest calls me constantly. Daddy, 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 daddy. I got Fortnite. I'm like, all right. Hmm. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I've rolled my ankle. <laughs> Sprained the ankle before, but as in wrestling, yeah, there's been more injuries in my wrestling career. I mean, I my first match was almost my last match. Uh, wow. It was it was a it was a big match. Um, I took a suplex that I wasn't really comfortable with taking, mm-hmm. and it almost they almost kind of folded me in half a little. Bit. Oh my gosh, that sounds horrible. Yeah, and that that kid, that took me out for a little while. I was a little out of commission for at least uh, two months. Um, then I I, I kind of jammed my shoulder before, so that took me out for another three or six weeks. Um. It's, it's injuries for sure. Wrestling is not like oh, I, fake, like everyone thinks it. Like oh, it's fake. I'm like, they no, no, no. We slap each other. We hit each other for real. <laughs> we just no. safe where we hitting each other. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you got to understand. Well, a couple of things that. Um, well, uh, even if it is choreographed, like that takes skill. It's it's gonna hurt you if you if you do a suplex on someone or you get body slammed. It doesn't matter if you're if you're timing it or whatever it's like this stuff is going to naturally hurt and especially if you don't do it precisely i mean this is why i said i have so much respect and actually just so much uh, love for the wrestlers but a lot of people don't talk about this they actually get so many injuries a lot of those guys get like addicted to to, to medication and yeah. there's there's actually a great documentary called uh, the resurrection of jake the snake and it shows about the, the downward spiral of drugs. And so these guys put themselves out on the line. A lot of them get hurt. And it's not a very um, safe safe thing. That's just the reality. You're putting yourself out there. And um, 
to me, it's like I, I just have a lot of respect for people who go out there and, and will do that for uh, you know, entertain people. So I appreciate you mentioning Jake. That's actually my mentor. That's the one who taught me. Jake the Snake. Trainer. Yeah. You kidding me? Yeah, that's one of one of our trainers. So was D'Lo Brown and Disco Inferno. D'Lo, I'm seeing Gang Grill here. I'm looking at your Instagram. Is that yeah, that yeah, really yeah. Gang Grill? Yeah, that's. Like, I know all these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. <laughs> But you, yeah, you no, want to no, know what's funny? You want to know what's know me too, so that's what's funny. Okay, yeah. You, you want to know what's funny is that so in these in these talks, I will sometimes mention that I like to watch wrestling, and people will start, oh, this guy, this guy watches wrestling. No wonder why he believes in Jesus or things like that, you know. But it's like, come on, dude, like you think whenever you're watching like The Rock, like on uh Fantastic or not uh the Fast and the Furious, like you think he's really flying that car off of a bit, like in Dubai. Okay, you go and watch, you go and watch um, Fast and the Furious, I don't know, I think part five or seven, they literally fly the 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 car across the building. Like there's no human being in the universe who could survive that, you know? And you watch it and like you're, you eat it up. Like these guys are actually there and not using stuntmen. So it's uh, yeah, a lot of respect there. So yeah. uh, double barreled one here for you. Firstly, um, can you impersonate anybody else? Um, and also, um, when all this wrestling's over, what's next, next for Santana? Um, an impersonation, I, I've had to Elvis before. <laughs> uh, good one. So I had to be oh, good. For a, a Bud Light commercial. There was like 50 Elvises, and I was one of the Elvises there. They wanted like all these different types of Elvis, like midget Elvis, girl Elvis, bad Elvis, short Elvis, tall Elvis. I suppose that would have been better on your voice, right? Because your voice seems like it would suit Elvis look better. No, I, mean, I mean, I just woke up, so you're hearing the, the deep voice. You're hearing the frog right now. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I'm like, hey, thank you guys. I love you. Yeah, you know. But um, Elvis was easy. Like, how are you doing? Oh, thank very much. Uh, I love voices, so I do a lot of voice stuff. I'm always trying to work on different voices. So um, Elvis is one I've done. I've done a Green Ranger for kids, so full Green Ranger outfit. Um, those are the only characters I really do. <laughs> I stick you know, to Michael. You know, it's going to be a lot faster if you tell us the things that you can't do rather than telling us things you Good can't one. do. That'll streamline. That'll save us like 30 minutes, bro. <laughs> is there anything you cannot do? <laughs> Haven't done skiing yet. <laughs> hey, I just did skiing. He hasn't found it yet. He's still I looking. I haven't been there yet. I haven't found a spot to go skiing yet. <laughs> I, I just did skiing and and surfing for the first time this year. I do some 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 camps here uh, for like lower income children, and I suck at surfing. So there you go. <laughs> the the um the 2018 Winter Olympics was hosted in South Korea. And so we went down to that site and I did skiing. It was a lot of fun, but I fell a lot. So, you know, when, you know, whenever this wrestling does finish, it sounds like you, you've got, you've got a, a lot of time doing this, which is, which is fantastic because you enjoy yourself and you're getting paid well. What's next? What's after the wrestling? What's after the wrestling? Uh, hopefully opening my own entertainment company. I mean, with everything I've learned being in, in the entertainment business, I feel like, I'd be able to run a, run my own company and know how to run it the right way because I was a painter. I know what we want. I know how to take care of the painter. They're working their butt off to make you smile, make you okay. 
uno. <laughs> Good man. Good man. I, I, I do want to show you guys something. Yeah, please. please. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had set it up. Wow. Ah, oh, here we are. Here we Oh, that, my God. This this is... He wore is that this. Thriller? He wore, is that Thriller? This, no, this is, is it. Last, this is this the is last it. shirt Michael wore. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, look. I remember this. I, he was in London, and the cameras were going, and he was... Yeah. Look at this. Actual Michael. Wow. Wow. How does it make you feel when you when you feel that when you hold it? Put it on. <laughs> when you wear it, how does it make you feel when you wear that, knowing that Michael wore it? It fits me like a glove. Like I, I can't even explain it. It's just the thing that I'm holding my that this is the third for before you know we lost him. Mm -hmm. But I like I get to look at this every day. This is my motivation to keep me going. I mean, that's a lot of Michaels out there. I'm sure they have his microphone. They got his hat. Mm -hmm. They got, they got, you know, his probably they got probably got they probably got his glove. Hmm. <laughs> Why do you think that he has resonated so strongly with so? Are those belts? Yeah, yeah. the belts. Man. Oh wow. wow! Look, can you get a close up? Oh wow! 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 The gold there. It's true. I'm a big wrestling fan. I don't think uh, I explained that much to you. Oh, I absolutely, I, I absolutely <laughs> love it. But um, so what do you think? Okay, so what do you think is the reason why his music specifically has resonated with, like, I I would literally say billions of people, um, around the world. I mean, it's there's there's just really nothing like it. So um. Like, how would you describe that? I don't know. It's just his music kind of meant for everybody. It's just not like mm -hmm. a, it's not, it's not, it's not on one genre, you know, like Spanish music, obviously it's mm -hmm. Spanish music. Everyone still could dance to it. The hip hop's for a different type. People listen to hip hop. Michael's music is kind of like everyone. Yeah. Everyone, everyone listens to hip hop. Everyone listens to, listen to reggae or listens to reggaeton or listens to, you know, R&B or singing. They all listen to Michael. Every one mm -hmm. of them did. Because it was his music, the beat, the way it was like, it was like mm -hmm. almost from the future type of stuff. Like, yeah, it was like something you didn't know you were here and then you get into it. It's like, is this not the feeling that that music really gave you? And then what he was singing behind it, his voice was just, was amazing. Man, it's such an amazing voice. You know, his vocal up, down, and all around. Oh, and there's a Power Ranger thing. Can you explain that? So, yeah, I'll show you my gear. So, I've met Hubi 2 Guerrero. That's uh, his mask up there. I got to mm -hmm. hang out with him. He's his manager. This is signed by Michael Bush. That's actually Michael Jackson's clothing designer. Wow! No way. Yeah, he, wow. I got I got to hang out and meet him several times. Wow! A lot of these belts I've collected since you know forever. Who's the most famous person you've met? I met Hulk Hogan. I got his wow. right here. Wow! Hey, Hogan. I got to sign that belt for me. I got the Green Ranger outfit here because I got to meet the Green Ranger. <laughs> no way. Let's meet him there. I got to meet Mr. Santino Morella. Oh, that guy was bad. Uh, that Santino got the fastest ever elimination in um, the Royal Rumble. And he tried to yep. say that he wasn't ready. He tried to get back in 
And he said, I wasn't ready. <laughs> That's, That's the stupidest That's excuse I've ever heard in my life, man. Hey, he's a, such a character, man. He's such a character. Yeah, I missed the I missed the snake thing he used to do. But um, I know you're not the actual character, but like, like what 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 life lessons do you think that we could uh, take from from Michael Jackson? Because there's an expression that like being um, not being comfortable in your own skin. And for me, like I'm Mexican, and I, I used to hate being Mexican growing up because the Mexican kids. The genuine like Mexican kids, you could speak Spanish at school. They call me like a coconut or a pocho. I'm not sure if you know that word, it's like a white brown dude. But um, so there was that. So I grew up with a bit of, in fact, I just released a, my second book and it deals a lot with that, um, with that topic. And they're like identity issues and then going to South Korea and, you know, just trying to fit in here. But this idea that, you know, just not being able to fully accept yourself and needing to do escapism or uh, modifying yourself in whatever way, in whatever way it might be, e even even like modifying your mind with drugs or alcohol or anything like that. So like what lessons do you think we could take from his life? And like what advice would you give to people who maybe are kind of like in an area of confusion? Uh, I know it's a lot there, but what are your thoughts? Say it in one more so despite all the success i mean he clearly was not comfortable with himself with the plastic surgeries with the, yeah. with the with the drug addiction that ultimately took his life before he um could really e even do this last tour you know i mean the, the last this is it tour <laughs> what was that i said i got my theories on that i you know um i don't want to say he took his own life i feel like someone would took from it yeah um, that's that's definitely possible but the idea though either way either way though is that he had to use a lot of drugs to get through uh, through his life and so just the idea of just not being not being totally comfortable with yourself you know because I, I think it's a sad story I, either way even if you don't like him at all um you got to just take a pause and say as a human being like this is a sad story, you know. It's a really sad story, and one of the reasons why we talk about addiction and uh, depression and uh, substance abuse and bullying on the on this podcast is because we want to give like a voice to people um, who are out there struggling, and so we want to talk about things because uh, I think when people, whenever you don't get to talk about things, uh, it, it's not healthy. And so if, if you can talk about things, you can. Um, you know, seek help. I had to seek help. I had to get counseling, but just, you know, I don't know. Give me your thoughts on that. I mean, I used to not feel good with myself in my own skin. I didn't, I didn't care too much about myself. I feel like I was ugly. I wasn't worthy. I'm not, I mean, I still feel like that sometimes. I'm not good enough. I'm worthy. Mm -hmm. I ain't worthy enough. You know, I, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve mm -hmm. what, I kind of, I'm, I'm trying to work that over myself. I try to, I got kind of have problems with that fight in the bad. Um, trying to see past all this crazy stuff that I feel myself. Because mm -hmm. I feel like it's, um... I think that's a normal, I think most, most people do. And especially when we're younger, um, Michael didn't have that chance to grow normally. And I think that, you know, to a point, even, even us adults, we, we, we still struggle and it's part of growth, isn't it? Oh yeah, like it, it takes everything. We just have to find our find find our way, basically find 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 uh, find ourselves and uh, work our way through 
our problems. Like, you know, I may have my issue with myself, but I, I look past it because I am able to make other people happy. Right. Look what you do. Look, look what you make people feel. Um, and don't put yourself down so much because there's so much more potential mm-hmm. in you than you probably know than you see yourself. Because you're going to be your worst critic. You know? Right. You're just worst you're going to mm-hmm. be. Oh, no. And you, you might see stuff on TV. Oh, I should look like this. I should be like this. Mm-hmm. I should be like that person. You Social media. Like, yeah. Like you get all this stuff that, that messes your head up, makes you think this is the. The, the real life stuff of how we need to look like and how we need to live and how we need to be. Not really. So, I mean, you can be how you want to be. You can live how you want to live. Just live good and live, live, a, live a decent life. Treat people the right way. Treat them how you want to be treated, you know? And, you know, keep, keep that good foot forward. Try not to do no evil, like I, I like to say. Wow. Great message. Yeah. Great, um, message. Uh, great. You got any last thoughts? Yeah, um, well, I mean, as you know, not a major uh, wrestling fan, but yeah. massive wrestling fan. So it's been an absolute honor to meet you. Um, and also, I want to thank you because, you know, Michael Jackson, as we know, you know, he, our podcast, as, as Diesel alluded to, is, you know, it's about respect, empathy, humility. Um, and as we know, Michael's life was was about the same thing. It was about love. And not only was he an ambassador for all of these things, mm-hmm. um, he was also an ambassador for sustainability, you know, the Earth Song, Heal the, mm-hmm. heal the World. Yeah. What a human being. So, I mean, you're spreading that love. You're continuing his message. Um, and I want to thank you for that. And really, really thanks for, for coming on the show today and, and meeting and, and, ha- and letting us meet you because it's been great. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Uh, you got any last uh, thoughts, Santana? I have any last thoughts? Yeah. Um, really, I like, oh, you know, my last last thing I like to say to anybody and everybody, you know, um, really don't ever quit on yourself. Don't ever, don't ever stop. Uh, uh, really uh, keep putting chills on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Just don't apologize for that. Uh, uh. You could do anything you want to do. Like I came from being in the street on Fremont Street, homeless for a year. Didn't have a dollar, didn't have a friend, didn't have anyone I knew out here. I didn't ask family for any help. I did it on my own to prove that I can do anything. As long as I put my heart, my mind, and soul into it. And this goes out to anybody. As long as you work hard, you get better at your craft, you you who don't care about what this next person's doing or how they're better than what what you're doing, just keep working on what you're doing. Keep bettering yourself. Better and the better, better you get, the more you know potential you're gonna see in yourself. The better you're gonna feel about yourself because you're doing stuff that you know you want to do the right thing. Uh, I, I'm just saying, live your life. Um, live it to the fullest. Be a good person. Treat people the right way, and you know, always push for your dreams. Never quit. Never surrender. Don't give up. No retreat. No surrender. You probably saw that nope. one great up, but I think it was like Van Van Damme's first movie, but. So real quick, um, I, I love the best one. I think the best one that you said was uh, do no evil. That's going to be the one that's going to stick with me. That is going to stick with me uh, in the weeks and months to follow. I'm going to be digesting that one because, yeah, there's a lot to think about there. But uh, real quick, can you tell us how we can find you um, on social media? Um, you can find me, uh, Santana Jackson, uh, on my Instagram. is Santana.Jackson7. My Twitter, SJ Moonwalk DDT. Mm-hmm. My Facebook, Santana Jackson. So, yeah, you'll find me a little bit everywhere. Just look up the Santana Jackson name or 
YouTube me, Moonwalk DDT. Yeah. You see all the wrestling content. Yeah. And, uh, it's very entertaining, especially the one where you do the thriller thing. Uh, that, that's that's stinking hilarious. But uh, too, when I'm a real boy. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last thing. Um, you like Starbucks? We usually send out Starbucks cards. It, it, things cool. kind of things kind of like back to normal in, in Vegas. Um, for for some somewhat, yeah, yeah, like somewhat. It's 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 been busier than it has been. I mean, since uh, you know, yeah. everything's starting Random. to open. I got to I got to say this. Um, my cousin graduated uh, with a with with his masters, and 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 I and I took him out of Vegas uh, for a weekend, and we took the, the stratosphere to the top. And the most amazing thing whenever you see Vegas is because there's this amazing strip. But then outside of that, there's practically nothing. And unfortunately, sometimes uh, our lives can be like that. Like w w there's the, there's a glitter and the gold or whatever it is that we're trying to pursue. And yet, if we don't have like a whole and well-balanced, um, you know, perspective and other things in our lives, um, we can really lose sight of ourselves. And, and that is one of the most unfortunate things about, I think, that, that we can learn from the lesson uh, of Michael Jackson. But um, probably the most, as I said, probably the most talented per person I've ever seen. Um, hearing your story is absolutely amazing. You said some stuff that I literally, I normally get the heebie-jeebies like twice an episode, but you give it to me like four times. So I really appreciate that. I think your story about uh, being homeless there and keep on going forward is, unbelievable um really thank you for your time i mean yeah it's uh it's gonna take a little while to process this one um uh, especially because it's such a deep character has affected so many people but yeah really thank you for your time um that being said uh be sure to if you're not subscribed be sure to do so check us out at www.rtpodcast.com email us at rtpodcast at gmail.com or www.rtpodcast.com Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're everywhere, anywhere you can find us. And uh, yeah, leave us a comment. Tell us what you thought about this episode. Um, this this guy is amazing. And uh, thank you. And we look forward to seeing you back again.